You're listening to Ask Nurse Alice, presented by Nurse.org, where Alice Benjamin combines no-nonsense advice with thought-provoking interviews. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. I'm your host, Alice Benjamin, clinical nurse specialist and family nurse practitioner. And on today's show, I'm actually going to be answering a listener's question that they submitted. So by the way, if you don't know, you can go to nurse.org and submit your question, anything or everything you'd want to ask, and we'll address it right here on the show. So for this particular episode, I'm addressing an inquiry letter comment that came from a nurse and teacher named Ron. So it was pretty long, so I'm going to try to truncate it as much as possible. But basically, Ron wrote here, I've lost two very dear friends of mine to COVID-19 and several acquaintances, and I've known scores of other people who've had the disease. And here in my hometown, there is a registered nurse who is actively spreading COVID vaccine misinformation almost on a daily basis, and she does so on Facebook. I have tried to get Facebook to take down her conspiracy theories, but they didn't. So I reported her to the Board of Registered Nursing along with evidence. The board chose not to do anything about it, which is fine. I've had to let it go. I'm disappointed. However, the executive director of that particular state board of nursing sent my name to this nurse telling her what I did. Now, this nurse is putting it all over Facebook and telling tons of friends who have vowed retaliation of some kind. Right or wrong, these complaints are supposed to be confidential. Question mark? Well, we'll get into it in the show. But anyways, so Ron believes that the executive director has potentially put he and his family in real danger. Ron says he has nothing personal against this nurse and only wanted her to stop spreading falsehoods about the COVID-19 vaccine and didn't want to get her in any trouble. Other nurses who I've spoken to have said that she's entitled to her own opinion, which we are, and I should have never said anything, but I feel that medical professionals have a responsibility to the public, which we do, And if she's going to express opinions, they should be labeled as such opinions and not facts. Thank you. So Ron, thank you so much for writing in. I really, really appreciate it. And you know what? You're probably not the only person with this issue. Now it might be a different topic. Maybe it's not about COVID-19 vaccines or that disease process. It might be something else, but regardless, you identified that there was a colleague, a fellow health professional who was spreading falsehoods or something untrue, something that doesn't seem to be evidence-based and was using their social media platform to disseminate this information, swaying the belief of the public, and you believe in the wrong way, you wanted it to stop. So it sounds like you tried to reach out to Facebook to get some help with that. And, you know, I don't work for Facebook. I do have a Facebook account. By the way, you can follow me at Ask Nurse Alice on Facebook as well as as other social media platforms. But I do know that Facebook has been doing things to try to remove anti-vaxxer and certain political and hate information off of social media. Now, I don't know their process So I'm not going to get into that, but it sounds like you tried to report it, hoping that Facebook would do something. And that's all you could do, right? Report it to the appropriate authorities and let them handle and do their own internal investigation. Okay, that sounds good. And then when that didn't work, it sounds like you took it to the next step, which is the Board of Registered Nursing. Now, this is, it's a really tricky topic, guys, because let me say this. We should be minding the business that pays us, which means mind your own business, However, I can kind of see where Ron's coming from, where when you see falsehoods or incorrect information being shared 
and people are buying into this, the general public, the patients, our clients, and buying into this information that could potentially cause them harm or potentially sway their medical decision, you gotta, you get concerned. And that's what we do. I mean, you're a nurse 24 seven, whether you're clocked in the shift or not, you're still a nurse 24 seven. And we have a public service duty, responsibility, whatever you want to call it to the public. We do. And so I can, I sense your frustration. I've seen a lot of this stuff also. Now, the one question I have is, you know, this, this kind of stuff happens in the workplace, right? We move things up the chain of command. But I think one of the steps that often gets missed is having a crucial conversation with the actual person involved. So I don't know if you reached out to this nurse on Facebook to inquire or speak to them about the messages that they were sending. You know, do you know this person personally? Do you not? So that, you know, that plays a a role in this. I know if you don't know the person that can even make it even more awkward, but if you do know the person, or maybe y'all had some mutual friends or mutual coworkers, there might've been an opportunity to have a dialogue. And I think oftentimes that is the best way to get to the root of a problem. But many of us feel uncomfortable with that because, you know, some people have the attitude like, well, you're not my boss. You're not my mom. You're not my dad. You can't tell me what to do. Freedom of speech and all of these things. And I get it. Totally get it. But the most professional and direct way to handle this is to actually speak to the individual that you're having a problem or an issue with and doing so in a calm and professional manner. I'll add that too. So when we have these crucial conversations, it's important that we're objective. We state our concerns, we're objective, and perhaps you might want to inquire as to what the source is of this information that this particular nurse was spreading. You know, maybe it's a missed opportunity for uh, just-in-time training or education. That might be something that's going on. And so, you know, there is all of that. It sounds like that didn't happen. Okay, so the next thing is going to Facebook. Now, I don't know if y'all have ever tried to contact customer service at Facebook, but who is it? I mean, it feels like this, you're sending an email or inquiry. And quite honestly, before you can even get to that, they're trying to drive you to all their frequently asked questions that still don't answer your, your questions. So you submit something to Facebook. I think you can file a complaint or a concern. And believe me, after this past election and things that have been going on with COVID, I can imagine that the customer service at Facebook has been overwhelmed with concerns. I mean, and take into consideration other things that have been going on, Black Lives Matter, Asian hate, LGBTQI community. Like there's lots of things that have been going on that we've been talking about, correct information, misinformation. I'm sure they're inundated. It's it's not to say that your concern isn't valid. Now, it sounds like Facebook wasn't able to do anything. Perhaps it wasn't in their jurisdiction because you also have to look at what meets the criteria for something that violates Facebook's guidelines, right? So the next thing is you went and reported it to the Board of Registered Nursing. So the Board of Registered Nursing obviously is the body that issues our license and determines whether we are able to practice or not within our respective state of wherever their application is, right? So that is a pretty serious matter. I will say that. And so I will say here, I'm in California. And when it comes to reporting to the Board of Registered Nursing, there definitely is a complaint process. And there's a process for a reason because we don't want, you know, reports being taken and it's not true. Someone loses their license. You know, this is a very serious matter. So 
The Board of Registered Nursing actually regulates the practice of a registered nurse and certified advanced practice nurses in order to protect the public, safety, and welfare, right? The board exists to protect patients by ensuring that registered nurses are competent and safe to practice. And the Nursing Practice Act located in California, at least for us, is a body of law that authorizes the board to accomplish this. So, you know, what are some things that qualify for a complaint, right? And actually, who can who can file a complaint? Let's start with that. So a complaint can be filed by anyone who believes that a licensee of the board, registered nursing, has engaged in some form of illegal activities which are related to his or her professional responsibilities. So right off the rip, I know we didn't like that nurse's message and what she was spewing, but it doesn't sound like she was doing anything illegal. She was just using her platform to share her opinions about what was going on with COVID and the vaccine. So what are some allegations that definitely meet the criteria and that were, are within the scope of a board of nursing to sanction? Well, those include gross negligence or incompetence, unprofessional conduct, license application fraud, misrepresentation, substance abuse, mental illness, and unlicensed activity. And so the Board of Registered Nursing takes these things very, very serious. It might be slow, but they'll be on it. And the reason why I know this is because, listen, and I'm going to go ahead and share this and disclose this. I don't know that I was ever going to really talk about this, but I am an advanced practice nurse. I am a clinical nurse specialist and a nurse practitioner. And as a registered nurse, I'm actually licensed in multiple states. I'm not going to tell you which states now, but I'm just no, I'm licensed in multiple as a registered nurse and advanced practice nurse. So as a media television expert, when I would go on television and I would say, you know, I think it was very obvious that everyone knew I was a clinical nurse specialist, but not everyone knew I was a nurse practitioner and in which states. So there was someone who apparently was watching, heard me say that I was a nurse practitioner and they're like, oh no, she is a clinical nurse specialist here in California. So I knew you were from California, whoever did it. (laughs) But anyways, and filed a complaint to the Board of Registered Nursing saying that I was misrepresenting myself as a nurse practitioner when I was not. And boo-boo, I was, okay? You didn't do your due diligence to find out where I was licensed. And the truth of the matter is at the time, my California NP license was still in progress. They had received everything. It was just taking time, but they had everything. And I was already licensed in two other states as a nurse practitioner. So anyways, It was a rigorous process. I got this letter saying I wasn't being investigated. And like, it does not feel good to be on this end, to feel like your license is being investigated. And I had done nothing wrong. I had done nothing illegal. You saw me on TV. You heard, I add to my toolkit that I'm a nurse practitioner and you're salty. So you file a complaint. So that's where I wish that individual would have reached out to me and asked me, Or maybe just do your own homework and see what states, other states I could have possibly been licensed in. So that's when they assume. And you know what happens when you assume, right? Well, they didn't make an ass out of me, but they made an ass of themselves, right? Assume you make an ass out of you and me, but not me this time. It was just them. So that's no shade to Ron at all. So Ron, I see where your intentions were. Your intentions were to stop the the spreading of falsehood misinformation and you didn't like it. And it, it could potentially be harmful to the public as they're you know listening to this as nurses i mean after all we are the most trusted profession out there right we are with patients 24 7 people will spill out their whole life stories to us we see we literally see them emotionally spiritually and physically naked and they tell us everything so they trust us we literally have their lives in our hands so yeah you want to be careful and honor the trust that's been bestowed to you Now, whoever this nurse is, so my questions here, Ron, would have been, 
how much experience does this nurse have? What's their background? Did they have any personal experience with COVID or the vaccine? Because some of those things might have allowed more grace or might have swayed how I approach this situation. Now, again, I don't know that you reached out to this individual to talk to him first. That would have been my first recommendation or look for some mutual coworkers or friends to have that conversation. But reporting to the Board of Registered Nursing is definitely a serious thing. And so I can see how this nurse was very upset. Listen, I was upset. And but the board didn't tell me who filed the complaint. But by reading it, because they actually did, they gave me a copy of it. It was typed out. So I didn't know who did it, but I knew it was someone in California. And whoever that is, if you're listening, boo-boo. Dismissed. Allegations dismissed. Okay. Uh, anyways, so when you report something to the Board of Registered Nursing, that's something serious. They have the potential to retract or restrict someone's license, which can impact someone's livelihood. I mean, people are spent, you know, you know how hard it is to get in nursing school? Do you know how hard it is to get through nursing school? Do you know how hard it is to pass those boards? Do you know how hard it is to find a job? And thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars later, right, after hundreds of hours of missed family time, you know, weddings, anniversaries, and all this stuff, because you've sacrificed this time to go to school. Now you're messing with my livelihood. Now, this is no shade to the, the viewer at all. I'm just trying to paint the picture on both sides because I want to be objective. You can understandably see why this woman on Facebook was upset. Now, what this person is now seeming to be doing is, sounds like she's gathered her friends and they now have a vendetta out on you. Like they are like retaliation mode, which is not cool which is not cool guys it's totally not cool to do that we are too grown you should have more business about yourself than to take have time to actually do that and are you really on facebook that much that you could do all this so in this it sounds like you know it says she's put it all over facebook and there are tons of her friends who have vowed retaliation of some kind i'm not sure what kind of retaliation i don't know if they're suggesting what they're going to be doing but i know this if you do feel like you or your family are unsafe, that is something that's reportable to law enforcement's police department. And listen, I'm hoping it doesn't have to go there, but let me just state this in case it's not obvious. If you feel that you or your, your livelihood or your family are in danger, you can go to the law enforcement's file a report. If you need be, get a restraining order and you can name her because you know who this nurse is. Now, mind you, it might be her friends or whatever, but it's stemming from an interaction that you all too had. So if you wanted to go there, you could take a legal pathway through this, right? You could get a restraining order, put her on notice, like, hey, nothing better happened to me or none of my stuff, because if so, it's it's on you, because you know that there's been these threats. Now, come on, y'all. We are nurses. We are taking care of patients. Don't y'all got better stuff to do than to retaliate? That's to me, sounds very childish. It sounds unprofessional. It sounds like Y'all two need to have a conversation, actually. Even after all this has been said and done, it sounds like you guys might be able to benefit from having a conversation, hashing things out, explaining where each of you were coming from and learning how to be a better person, a bigger and better person. Because honestly, what are they going to do? What are they really going to do? I don't know. They can make things a lot challenging for you. They can, you know, heaven forbid they slash some tires or disrupt a, a, some type of process or harass you. But again, that's what law enforcement's and restraining orders and all that kind of stuff are for. But come on, I think at this point, it's important for you to let your your family know that this is happening. Let your coworker, your boss know that some of this is happening and anyone else, anywhere else that you frequent. So that way, if there's any funny business, anything that looks out of the ordinary, know that it wasn't you, right? They know that there's something going on and to be on the lookout. 
I don't know if you live in the same city as this person. Hopefully not, right? Because if you don't, that's even better. And just, you know, have a conversation with the other person and let them know that you were really well-intended. You didn't mean for this to happen. And actually, you know, because I've explained to you what it's like being on the receiving end of a board of registered nursing complaint, maybe there's actually an opportunity to apologize because you said here that you didn't want to get her in trouble. Well, by reporting to the board of registered nursing, that's exactly what would have happened. If they would have been able to, in their investigations, found that there was something illegal, then this person could have lost their license. And so when someone does that, that you feel like they're coming for you and you just wanted the misinformation to stop because you want patients and the public to get the right information so they can get the do the right things and help put an end to this pandemic. I get it. And I so I think it's just, you know, having a conversation, talking this out. That was probably the the root of all of this happening. Just miscommunication, being able to have a crucial conversation with a colleague. Now, listen, that is a muscle that you have to build up. And that's why it's also challenging for new charge nurses, new charge nurses who've never had to lead a team or hold people accountable, make difficult choices and decisions. It can be uncomfortable because your peers can look at you like, you do what I do. You're a registered nurse. You're not the manager. You're just a charge nurse. You're letting all that power go to your head. When you've been bestowed with additional responsibilities to make sure that this is smooth sailing. And so I get it. I get it. But some people, they don't know how to have these conversations to hold people accountable. And instead of dangling the carrot to and persuading people, they, you know, they, they lead with a stick. And that's not the way to do it. And so that, that was kind of my way of explaining all this because you didn't talk to the person. You know, you talk to authoritative bodies around the person. And so that's like having a plan of care where we set goals for the patient, but we've not included the patient in this. So in all fairness... I mean, what's happening to you, any type of retaliation or threats should, you know, totally not warranted, should not be happening, but you have to recognize why this is happening. So let's not pretend that you don't know why it's happening. You know why it's happening. And this is not to discourage you from reporting things that could potentially be unsafe. But I also think it's very important for us to really understand the role of the Board of Registered Nursing when it comes to reporting our colleagues, what the potential ramifications are for that individual, which is basically lose their license, right? And so I think both of you are probably upset and mad and hurt at all this. And I really hope that the two of y'all can have some type of conversation. Maybe it needs to be facilitated, you know, but I think definitely something that needs to be squashed. There are much bigger fish to fry. And hopefully if things are trending that the way that they are, we are going to be over this pandemic, get more people vaccinated. I think as of today, we have almost 50% of the United States that are eligible, vaccinated, vaccinated. So hopefully that will increase and we can put an end to the pandemic. And let me also say this. One of the ways that I've handled something like this is when I see information, misinformation that's out there on social media or in the news, I volunteer myself to be a resource. So I become the change that I want to see. So I then flood the internet, the airwaves, the television waves with the correct information. And I cite that you know what, you may have heard, seen on social media X, Y, and Z, but that is incorrect. What the research is showing us is yada, yada, yada. And that's how I handle it. Sometimes I don't even give credit to the people who are spewing out this information because once I say their name, then people know how to go find them. And I don't want people to find them. So that's the thing there also. So be the change that you want to see. And perhaps there's an opportunity for you to share and spread the correct information out there on social media. And I will say this. Facebook is a platform that has given many people voices. 
So are we entitled to our own opinions? Yes. Is there freedom of speech? Yes. But when it comes to the point where we start to start harming people or sharing information that could be potentially harmful, then that needs to stop. But sometimes it's out of our wheelhouse. There's, it's out of jurisdiction. We don't know the authoritative body that can actually do that. And sometimes because these things are new, there really isn't anybody yet to regulate that type of thing. So it's a sticky situation to be in, but you know, you can only do what you can do. And that's using your platform, your voice to get out the correct information out there. And again, I would suggest that maybe you and this nurse, if possible, try to have some type of civilized conversation and talk about it. I mean, you're both professionals. Now you don't have to be the bigger person because this person sounds like they're petty. Sounds like they're a little immature, childish, and maybe they're hurt and mad, right? I'm pretty sure that some of that's in the mix too. So let's also exercise some compassion in this, right? Let's exercise some compassion. But you know what? I think the two of you should talk. If this is something that's happened to you guys, you know, I'd love to hear your story. Please let us know here at nurse.org a time where you've been in a similar situation where you saw something, you didn't think it was right. You filed a complaint and then it came back to bite you because now there's some retaliation, which is something that should not be tolerated in the workplace or actually in the public space as well. It's a form of incivility, can be fall under the spectrum of bullying. Listen, either way, shouldn't do it. Let's do right by ourselves, our colleagues, and our patients. So thanks for writing in. And if you or someone you know has a question or a comment that you'd like us to talk about here on the Ask Nurse Alice podcast, write in, share us, let us know at nurse.org what that is, and we will get that answered for you. Guys, I'm your host, Nurse Alice. It's always a pleasure. Please make sure to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Ask Nurse Alice. I also have a website, asknursealice.com. And please go to your favorite, wherever you listen to podcasts, and make sure to subscribe, like, leave a comment, let us know what you think, and you know, make sure that you don't miss another episode. So until next time, guys, make good choices, be kind to one another, and live well, my friends. Thanks for listening to Ask Nurse Alice. Visit nurse.org for nursing career, education, and community resources. 